Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning, everybody. My name is Layla, and you're listening to a Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. We're glad you could join us. But before we get into the Word, let's pray. Lord, we just thank you for today and for your Word, God, that we have guidelines, Lord, that we have instructions and we have something to cling to, Lord, that we can follow you, Lord, and that you've made it easy for us to do so, Lord, that you have given us a light thing to do, God, and we just... Thank you for your magnificence, Lord, and the things that you're doing in this earth, Lord, the plan that you are fulfilling according to your word, Lord, both spoken and written, God. And we rejoice in the fact that we get to take part of it, Lord, that you have called us to be ambassadors in your name, Lord, to spread the good news to the creatures under heaven, Lord, that they may also be saved, Lord. And we thank you for this podcast and for another opportunity to come together with friends and family, Lord, to discuss your word, God. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Good morning and welcome, everybody. We're glad you're with us and glad we're continuing our study in Romans. We are moving forward into chapter 12. So, yeah, uh, I don't know about everybody else. I'm excited because from chapter 12, I'll say pretty much on, but at least through 15 is where we get, or the Lord through Paul starts getting into the application part of all the things that he has been discussing Hmm. um, thus far in Romans. So it matters. And we have also, you know, as we were led by the Lord, have discussed how it applies to our life. But I'm excited to to begin to go through this because it's what it's all about. It's not just about retaining knowledge of the word and and wisdom of it, right? But even wisdom is what the application of knowledge, correct application of knowledge, mm-hmm. right? So here's where we begin learning how to apply all the things. Well, from that we've learned thus far in the book of Romans. Mm-hmm. So you're saying we, we've been getting mindsets, like how to perceive this information that's being shared with us. What's the truth? How to, how to hand, think of it? And what are those concepts and the precepts that God wants us to understand? And now we're going to start to put those precepts and those concepts into action, into application. So we're doing the corresponding actions that go with the faith that we have, that we've Amen. gained by understanding the Lord a little bit more clearly. Absolutely. Okay. Amen. So with that, can I get a volunteer to read the first eight verses of Romans chapter 12? I will. All right, LaCharles. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. It do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is, what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. For I say, through the grace given to me to everyone who is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, 
but to think soberly, as God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. For we have many members in one body, but all the members do not have the same function. So we being many are one body in Christ and individually members of one another. Having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, let us use them. If prophecy, let us prophesy in proportion to our faith. Or ministry, let us use it in our ministering. Ministering, He who teaches in teaching, he who exhorts in exhortation, he who gives with liberality, he who leads with diligence, he who shows mercy with cheerfulness. Amen. So, as is our custom, the floor is open for each of you to Excuse me. share and discuss what the the Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to each of you. And, of course, to ask any questions that you have, all right? Okay. Okay, so who would like to lead and begin? I'd like permission. I just want to... Um read that section from a different translation. Okay, please um, do, brother. The the sometimes hearing God's word afresh mm-hmm. brings it a, a little special different vernacular. Mm-hmm. You know, I beseech mm-hmm. you therefore, brethren, we you know those who have been um walking with the Lord for a while have heard that many times. And so mm-hmm. sometimes um we can just start immediately moving into a mindset of things that we've heard in the past. Mm-hmm. I've talked about Jim Elliot um and how he had written in his journal about how he found that um, he just started keeping two Bibles, one he wrote notes in, one he didn't. So he could always hear God's word afresh. And so we talk about transitioning in this next section of Romans. So uh, just, just just as I was following along, I just think this is a, a nice, fresh perspective. I'd like to share it. Okay. <clears throat> Please, yes. Beloved friends, what should be our proper response to God's marvelous mer- mercies? To surrender yourselves to God to be his sacred living sacrifices and live in holiness, experiencing all that delights his heart. For this becomes your genuine expression of worship. Stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you, but be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit through a total reformation of how you think. This will empower you to discern God's will as you live a beautiful life satisfying and perfect in his eyes. Mm. God has given me grace to speak a warning about pride. I would ask each of you to be emptied of self-promotion and not create a false image of your importance. Instead, honestly assess your worth by using God-given faith as a standard of measurement. And then you will see your true value with an appropriate self-esteem. In the human body, there are many parts and organs, each with a unique function. And so it is with the body of Christ. For though we are many, we have been mingled into one body in Christ. This means that we're all vitally joined to one another with each contributing to the others. God's marvelous grace imparts to each one of us varying gifts. So if God is giving you the grace gift of prophesy, activate your gift by using the proportion of faith you have to prophesy. If your grace gift is serving, then thrive in serving others well. If you have grace gift of teaching, then be actively teaching and training others. If you have the grace gift of encouragement, then use it to often encourage others. If you have the grace gift of giving, 
to meet the needs of others, then may, your, then may you prosper in your generosity without any failure. If you have the gift of leadership, be passionate about your leadership. And if you have the gift of showing compassion, then flourish in your cheerful display of compassion. Mm-hmm. Amen. That was yeah. very lovely. Very nice. I enjoyed that. Yes. Thank you, brother. Thank you, Lord. So with that, mm-hmm. I guess we'll direct it to you. Anything there that the Holy Spirit was speaking to you through all the translation and that you would like to share with us. I'm at a loss for words right now. And just, <laughs> Which I, I, is okay. I, really, I, mean, I was almost crying. Just God's word is so awesome. Amen. It's just so awesome. It's just glory mm-hmm. to God. That's all Amen. I can say right Amen, now. Glory brother. to God. May his Amen. word be lived out. Amen. Absolutely. Come, Jesus, come. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Amen. Okay. Amen. Anyone else? Yes. All right, Layla. Um, I had noticed when Mr. Dean read the translation of the passage that we just read, how Paul was describing to the Romans the way in which you were supposed to use your gifts and um, how you conduct yourself in it. And it just kind of reminded me that how how that uh, the way we conduct ourselves applies to all of the areas of life, not just using the gifts of God, but just having a conversation with someone, you should be able to do it with grace and compassion, not tear the person down and make them feel like they're worthless, but also mm-hmm. not sugarcoating it. Like if there's, there's something that needs to be addressed, address it, but there's no rhyme or reason or need for us to be nasty in doing it. And that's a lesson that I've had to learn over the years as being an older sister. I'm the second eldest out of my parents' children, and I have two younger brothers. And it had been hard for me to learn to speak to them and try to teach them in a way that they would receive without being nasty and coming out of the commandment of love and being the older sister that I was supposed to be in it also and just now the Lord reminded me of the scripture that love does no harm to a neighbor and so um I was just thinking about how God has called us to do these things he's given us these gifts and there's a way that we're supposed to use them mm-hmm. they're not toys and they're not meant to be used to harm and twist and hurt the other members of the body and even those that aren't members of christ's body just yet we're all um equals if you will and we should display that respect to each other just as god has done to us Hmm. i think something that you read when you uh dean when you read your translation of uh these scriptures was not to promote yourself um not through use- pride mm-hmm. through pride Amen. which is exactly then- what we were talking about in a previous episode to rightly measure how Absolutely. you view yourself. Mm-hmm. And when we rightly do that, honestly, I mean, mm-hmm. there's, there's really no way other than to at least emotionally fall prostrate before God and say, thank you for not destroying me. If we're really right, we don't carry that mm-hmm. around as a burden, right? Mm-hmm. But we use that as our filter to rightly measure who we really are mm-hmm. and what we really deserve. Mm-hmm. And thank God. He doesn't deal with us by what we deserve, but what Jesus' blood provided. So thank God for that. Um, Layla, I appreciate that you connected these verses to love. Mm -hmm. 
and um first corinthians chapter 13 when we look at the very when he starts articulating the attributes uh verse four love suffers long and is kind love does not envy love does not parade itself it is not puffed up so that the very things dean that you expressed in that translation of pride uh, promoting yourself you know being puffed up being arrogant or placing yourself in higher esteem than you should. It's not by your grace and mercy that, you know, or my grace and mercy that we stand or we live, but it's the goodness of God. And um, so I just thought that was a a lovely connection, how all of those parts play together to point us back to God's love, the love of God, which never fails, and to his character because he is love. So I I really enjoyed that, that connection. Mm -hmm. And then you know, how also that still ties into how at the, in chapter 11, we were talking about Israel's place and don't think that you're their replacement, but know that this is for the entire plan of God working together for the good of all, but the good of what God wants to accomplish, which if we know and accept and believe that God is a good God, we know that everything that he's doing is because he's a good God. So, uh, verse 36 of chapter 11 for for of him and through him and to him are all things to whom be glory forever this is for his purpose and because God is working a good thing in everything that he's doing mm-hmm. our reasonable service of cooperation with him and of worship to him is to go okay God let me change the way that I saw this um, you know human nature always and the flesh always wants to exalt itself whether it's in false humility <laughs> or it's in blatant pride um, to exalt itself or try to topple another or remove someone else's value. So that way we feel more valuable or important. But, you know, through all of this, the Lord is showing us there's no need for that. He's already made a place for you and what he's done for you is good. And it will satisfy both him and you when you agree with him and it will be successful because we already know that God is the gifts and callings of God are irrevocable and God is not a man that he should lie. Neither the son of man that he should repent. If he said it, he will make it good. If he's already spoken it, we know that his word doesn't return to him void and it will come to pass. So all of these things go just helping us to come to a place of rest and peace to go, ah, I have a place in you, God. And the place that I have in you is good. And it's right and it's perfect. You've given me exactly what I need to not only come to personal satisfaction, but to also minister to those around me what's necessary so that they are fulfilled as well and they're equipped and able to do what it is that God has for them to do. Um, like, oh, you have something, babe? Go ahead. Well, so I'll, I just want to, I'll say, I'll say add to that, but let's take a step back first and get to the root or the core of how we get to that place, right? Because that's that's what Layla, that's what you brought up initially, was, yeah, we're supposed to do these things, but we're supposed to do them in a certain manner, which is fulfilling the love commandment. Yes. Right? So, it's really, how do we get there, right? And Paul begins this, and it says, I beseech you, right, which beseech the, is, Pericaleo, which is to call aside or to make an appeal in view of certain facts, right? 
So first, what are the certain facts that he is bringing up? And then, right, we as we led this um, episode on, right, this is how we begin to apply these things to our lives. So what are the certain facts that we need to apply to our lives to renew our minds and our inner man to get us to that place where we can apply or operate or function in the gifts that are irrevocable that he has given us. So that's, that's the question for, for us, for the group right now. What are the certain facts? And then how do we apply them to our life? Anyone? That's a pretty broad uh, question there. I mean, well, we, could, we could spend so so I'll, I'll phrase it another way because he says alone. so right after he says I beseech you, and then a, a therefore, and as we have pointed out, let's find out what the therefores are there for, mm-hmm. right? And it's everything that that we covered in the previous episode of um, Romans eleven verses thirty three through thirty six, right? the depth of the Lord's riches and his wisdom and knowledge and just how unsearchable they are, right? Who's known as mind, who's repaid him. And then, honey, you brought this up. For him and through him and to him are all things to whom be glory forever. Amen. Right? So, Mm -hmm. which is verse 36. Because of those things, we then have, right? We're being sought or set aside or those are the facts that Paul is bringing up because of these facts these, these are in, indeed facts we are we are set aside also by the mercies um, which is the Greek is oikermos also we can translate that tender compassions right so because of the facts of who God is and his tender compassions or tender mercies, right? What, how, or how do we apply that? And then he begins, he encourages or exhorts us to present our bodies as a living sacrifice, acceptable to God. Where, so, unlike, so, so this is a change in mindset, right? Is renewing our mind because under the law, and in the prophets, what happened? Sacrifices and offerings to the Lord were brought to the Lord, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Their entire being was consumed, mm. right? The entire offering? The yes. entire offering, the entire sacrifice to the Lord was consumed. Okay. Yes, in a number of different ways. Part of it was it was consumed in fire. Right, with certain things to give it a fragrant aroma, and others was given for the priesthood that they would be able to take a portion of that mm-hmm. for themselves for their uh, sustenance, right? Mm-hmm. And then yes. whatever they didn't eat, wait, was also consumed, was also put in the fire, right? Every day, not they weren't allowed to wait till the next day and then consume it again, that same portion, it was to be renewed, right. Okay. So, as I read this, what Paul is saying is the sacrifice is not bulls and goats and all these other things that like it used to be. You are to present yourselves. You are to bring yourself 
to the altar. Mm. Your entire being, right? What did we say the greatest commandment was? To love the Lord, the Lord your, God. your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. Okay. So the love commandment and your entire being, presenting your entire being as a, a sacrifice to the Lord, as an offering to the Lord, which is what? Your or our or my, let's make it personal, as my reasonable service of worship. Right? Yes. That's how we get to that place where we can fulfill the love commandment and operate or function in the gifts as the Lord designed and intended us to operate and function in them. I absolutely agree. But I think there's a prequel to that. Okay. And clearly here, I mean, there, there's the cultural influence that has to be undone. Mm-hmm. Which is the verse, verse two. two. <clears throat> right. But I'm, yeah, but yeah. it's there. It's kind of hard to separate them because I, um, you know, we have the, uh, I, I can't remember where the scripture is. You guys will probably get it as a, as I tell our listeners all the time, please be encouraged. It's not memorized in God's word that, that, that puts you at some elevation or another. If God through the Holy spirit is telling you to memorize his word, then memorize his word. If he's not telling you to do that, don't do that. But being immersed in his word, things will, Come mm-hmm. to memory as as the Holy Spirit decides that they need to, mm-hmm. but you know if you have aught with your brother and you're there to bring sacrifice, leave it. Go get right with your brother. Right. So there's a component of not coming to the altar if we're not right. Mm-hmm. Right. So if we're bringing ourselves as a living sacrifice, are we right as we come to do that? Right. So and that cultural influence. Think about Lot. Right. He was mm-hmm. tormented by the culture that he was in. Mm-hmm. Which is is amazing because he made the choice to go live in that, mm-hmm. right? And to but, stay, um, especially from a Western society, which is what we are, right? Mm-hmm. We know this goes out to places where that may or may not be so. So, but for us, as we process that, th- there is almost no message that we get that is it is biblical, and um, it's all about feeding the flesh, and it's all about what's in it for me, and what should I do, and why should I do it, even. There's a um, a surge in Christian films and Christian online streaming services for video and all, and it's still all centered around. A lot of still got a lot of self in it. You really have a lot that has to be undone before we can even think about doing this. And 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 immersion in God's word is the filter that brings all that to be. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. with that, can we can we change our perspective or renew our mind in one thing, right? And I agree with you. We have to. Deal with that within us. But if we follow this, what we were just discussing, right? And what the Lord through Paul is communicating to all of us. The, the pattern, right? He talks about because of these facts, live in this manner and conduct ourselves in this way. And then in verse 2, he gets to, and don't be conformed to this world, be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what the good and acceptable and perfect will of God is, right? Or what is the perfect, good and acceptable and perfect will of God? That pattern was also communicated to us in James 4, verse 7, where he says, Therefore, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. This exact same thing is being communicated here. 
Submit yourselves wholly. Present yourselves as a living sacrifice. Then your entire being to the Lord. And then resist the devil, right? Mm -hmm. Don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by renewing of your mind, which is the first thing, submitting yourself wholly. There's, that's also showing the resistance piece, resisting the devil, resisting the world. So we can prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Mm-hmm. I think Layla had something that oh. she wanted to say. Please, can, yes, go ahead. Just very quickly, Miss Jadine, you were referencing um, Matthew five twenty three, and it caused me to think of something else. Um, so I'll read it very quickly, though. It says, therefore, if you bring your gift to the altar and there remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift there before the altar and go your way. First, be reconciled to your brother and then come and offer your gift. Agree with your adversary quickly while you are on the way with him, lest your adversary deliver you to the judge. The judge hands you over to the officer and you be thrown into prison. Assuredly, I say to you, you will by no means get out of there till you have paid the last penny. And I just want to take that scripture a step higher. So bringing it from the natural into the spiritual, how we think of um, loving one another and being in, in peace with one another as much as depends on you. Let yourself be in peace with your neighbor. And it just reminded me of when we're walking with God and when dad was mentioning being a sacrifice to the Lord and submitting yourself to him and being able to walk with your brethren. It just reminded me of, our adversary, he walks around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour, accuse, and be thrown in prison, which would be hell. And when you're not living for God, that's the price you pay. And you will by no means escape until you pay the last penny. And we know that we can't pay for it. The only one that could was Jesus. And he did. And he wants to offer you forgiveness for your sins. And he wants you to become his his son or daughter and be his child and walk with him. But you've got to make that choice. And you've got to make things right with him. And you've got to walk that path and walk that journey. I can't do it for you. And you can't do it for me. We must all work out our own soul salvation and walk with God as he has called us to walk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. Um. Amen. So, so what you were you were bringing up encompasses again both the what the Lord said with the two greatest commandments: love the Lord your God with all your mind, heart, body, soul, and strength. Or, phrased a little differently, your entire being, which is what we're mm-hmm. covering here, right? And then, with what Dean, you, and Layla brought up was loving your neighbor as yourself. And Layla, you brought this up: love does no harm to a neighbor. Well, if we're not doing the first commandment which is the love commandment, right? Love the Lord your God. Yes. And and present yourself as a living sacrifice to him, right? Yes. How do we expect to be able to fulfill the second? Right, because that goes back to what we were um what we were reading in in James. And we brought this up in the last few podcasts, right? Where do wars and all these other things come from? Right, the rage within your members. It's pride. Why? And why is there pride? Because we haven't submitted ourselves to the Lord fully. So we, there, it's impossible to, to have the love commandment. Right? Because then it's, I have to take and snatch and grab for myself. Right? Everybody else is in opposition. Right? Because it's, a, it's about self. It's about me. But if we f- are walking in the love commandment and our entire being is presented as a sacrifice, it makes it easy to fulfill the second. 
because then we recognize every person is God's creation. The earth is Lord's and everything in it. They're all his creation. Now, they're not all his people. That's a choice that we have to make. But we, Christians, believers, those that have made that choice, the world should be able to see that we've made that choice by how we conduct ourselves, Mm -hmm. showing love to all. Well, I think, uh, John, we do it. There's there's so many things that um, there are clearly patterns and there are truths and things for us to follow that lead us to certain places. I, I love the analogy of, you know, if you're happy, then you, you know, inwardly, then you physically will smile outwardly. Mm-hmm. But if you outwardly smile, even if you're not happy, you'll feel inwardly happy. Mm-hmm. God has made those connect together. The biggest place to start in that, I think, is worship. Absolutely. And um, when I'm struggling with things like this, if I don't spend some time in worship and acknowledging who God is, I can't move into that. So mm-hmm. can't go too deep into that because I know we're running out of time. But <laughs> I, w- I would love to take that segue just to remind our listeners that, you know, one of your acts of worship is giving. And so um, I, I always want to handle this part of um, a day of prayers ministry um, lightly in that, you know, we, we never want to make you feel like giving is an act of compulsion. It is truly worship. And if the Holy Spirit's encouraging you to do that and to support this ministry, we ask you to reach out to a day of prayer uh, com, or you can communicate by email at a day of prayer yahoo.com. And um, if uh, you want, you have a gift, if you have an offering, if you have a prayer, if you have a question, great place to reach out. Um, of course, you know, the way people find out about this ministry is by people like you that are listening and how you share that. So um, as you find ways to share on your social media or personally share, um, use the links that are available in the website uh, to create and share with others that they may be blessed by this and that they may bless us with your feedback, with your letters, with your prayers, uh, because we greatly need them so that uh, we can serve God and serve you in your walk with God. Amen. Thank you for that, brother. And um, yes, as you said, we're we're kind of close on time. So let's pause there for today because there's a lot for us to reflect on and to allow the Holy Spirit to minister to us so we can renew our mind on some things. <clears throat> and as you pointed out, Dean, too, we need to uproot some of the, the old ways of thinking from our, our life <clears throat> and grasp onto to him, to his word, which is truth. So, can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right, I promise. Lord, just thank you for today. Just thank you for being inside of our, make, allowing us to be inside of your midst, midst, Lord. And I also just thank you for just making where you, your word has no limits and that the ministry is able to grow and it's able to reach out to people and people are able to reach back in. In the name of Jesus, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Well, we love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day. Thank you.
for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.